Anime Pulse, episode 603. I am your host, Joseph, joined, as always, by my co-host, Andrew Chan. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, indeed. And this <laughs> week, we are here to bring you more previews for the spring 2019 season. But uh, before we get to those, let's talk about what's been going on with us with some IRL news. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, uh, as many of you may know, I have been alone this past week. My old man and his girlfriend went on a trip down to Denver for something that she had to do, some kind of meeting. And so they've been gone. They've kind of gone on a tour of the country, going to different states, state to state. And they ended up in New Mexico at one point. Now they're heading back here today, but they won't get home until around midnight. So. Still alone. Mm-hmm. But okay. don't worry, I'm not Romery. No. Not in the least bit. I've been uh, I've been finding things to do, and actually I think it's been kind of enjoyable being on my own. Almost like a, a prep test for when I actually do have to leave and move out on my own and take care of myself. Except with less house bills to pay, of course. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, and I'll also not have to take care of any animals. No cats or nothing like that because when I move out, it'll just be me. No animals or fish. Invest in a pet or anything like that or No, the next pet I'll invest in is a human child. <laughs> ah. Ooh, yeah, that, okay. Yeah, that's the uh, Don't take that out of context. I'm just saying that children are animals and <laughs> the next animal that I'm going to have is a human child. And that is because I will adopt one, maybe, if I feel like I can take care of one, yes. You're going to adopt, not procreate in the other way? Absolutely. I have no interest in uh, finding a mate or a uh, significant other. Okay. Uh, And I just think that at some point in my life, I might get, like, the urge to be like, I want to raise a child, but Mm. I have no other. Oh, well, I guess I'll just take one that would, you know, put up for adoption. So I'll just go take one. Although I found out that trying to adopt a child costs $20,000. Like, holy fucking shit. I guess a human child doesn't for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, a fucking Christmas present for sure. Their birthday is going to be on Christmas. Mm. You're like, I saved up enough money. You're not going to be a little shit. I adopted you. I took you out of that home. And now I'm putting you in this home. $20,000 investment. I don't know what it will be for, but I'm sure it will be worth it. Mm. I mean, I don't know how much it costs to like get uh, 
child by birth, you know. I'm sure it still costs a lot of money. I do know that a lot of people will actually leave America and go to Canada just so they can have a child because having children over there, way less expensive than having children over here. The fucking medical bills here are, are redunculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. America, land of the we take money from your wallet. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <sighs> Pricey pay. Aside from being alone, I have uh, been playing a lot more of uh, Fake Grand Order. Mm-hmm. I have finally beaten the event for this uh, this current event with the uh, Heaven's Hole and the whole oil rig sinking into the bottom of the Marinara Trench. Uh, the Marinara, yeah. The, uh, the crushed tomato trench. <laughs> um and I found it enjoyable. I really did wish I could have gotten a uh, a Melty. Because just like they really do build her character up during that whole uh-huh. that whole uh, arc. And mm. like she's such a nice character. But, you know, I did get I did get a uh, Kirara. So I am uh, I'm satisfied with my Heaven's Hole with her sultry uh sultriness to her i will i will deal with it okay aside from that i've been playing some more gwent of course which i'm almost done with as soon as i prestige that game i am moving on and i actually purchased uh, tropico 5 today because it was on sale the complete edition which included all the dlcs and the base game for 10 bucks so not a bad deal Hmm, that sounds pretty good, actually, yeah. Yeah, problem with those uh, management games like that are just fucking time sinks. So, I don't yeah. know when I'll get to that. Eventually, at some point. I just had to buy a good deal. But, it's a aside from that, investment. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's uh, way down the line. Possibly when I retire. When I'm <laughs> 67, yeah. Oh, dear. I'll be like, uh, what do I got in my games library? Oh, yeah, I bought this, what? 50 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, aside from that stuff, the only other pieces of news I got here about what's been going on with me is I learned a couple things uh, from the news. Mm-hmm. First up is an anime I haven't ever heard of called Are You Really the One Who Likes Me? Or uh, Ore wo Suki na no wa ome dake, ya, dake ka yo. Which... Oh. Uh, Apparently is a romantic comedy centering around this dude who's invited out by the cool beauty upperclassman named Cosmos and his childhood friend. Um, and so he goes to both of the girls expecting them to confess to him and they end up confessing to him that they're in love with his friend. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> while he's dealing with that problem, there's another girl who's like this, I guess like the... Uh, like a class president type chick who wears like thick glasses and is very gloomy and has braids, you know, like the, the, like, you know, take the glasses off. She's suddenly super hot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's in love with him, but, uh, the guy hates her because apparently she's always very sharp tongue with him. Um, and very like, you know, just kind of like treats him like trash kind of thing. So like, I'm like, Oh, do tell more, and apparently it's coming out in October, so I'm like, alrighty then, I guess I'll be seeing that. 
at the mm. end of the year. Yeah, so uh, look forward to that preview come fall. Sounds good, yeah. And the other thing is the, of course, the anime. It is Mother's Day today, so I do have a little bit of news about an anime. I've been keeping a close eye on because oh. I uh, definitely like the the illustrator for uh, Pochi Ida. He's the guy who also did uh, my the elder sister like one, which is uh, kind of incest bait kind of stuff. Which <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I do kind of like the incest stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, hmm. and so uh, the uh, do you love your mom and her? two-hit multi-target attacks is uh, going to be coming to an anime release this coming summer season. And uh, oh. I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. Uh, you know, is it's, this... it's an isekai it's anime. Dude and his mother get teleported to another world. Yeah, is this the his... same one where they, they had the thing that I think I heard you reporting on this when Ryo was still there about how if a guy brought his mom with them, they'd get like a free copy or something? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So they would get like it? a free signed copy of something or another. I don't remember what it was. Um, but I do know is that uh, so they could teleport into the world. The mother is super OP. The kid is kind of just like her... Um, tag along and so they like form a party to fight the demon lord with the mother being the actual like the hero even though the mother has like no real idea about like fantasy stuff and so she's kind of like out of place mm-hmm. but uh it is very obvious that this is going to be a more wincess kind of stuff because uh uh Idia is the uh illustrator behind it so yeah I don't know if they're going to be related by blood. Probably not. She's probably his stepmom or something like that. I don't. That'll know. make it less weird. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll make it less weird. But it'd be it'd be interesting if they did go with full mother thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, since you it's know, fantasy, just, you yeah, know, fantasy. You... It's anime. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Indeed. But, uh, Indeed. Yes, I'm very excited about those things, cool. and that does Good. it for my news. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. Well, with my one, I've only got like a few announcements to make. Um, keep in, keep in, keep in mind for the second one. But the first one in my, that to keep in mind would be uh, for the, especially the live listeners listening to this on Thursday this week. There will be a crossover with Rio from AD on another Cross Pulse episode. Um. As always, Joseph, if you're interested, it'll be on the same time, but on Thursday this week, if you're mm. interested in joining us. We'll be discussing, basically, fan service and anime. Um, if you're interested. So there'll be another cross-pulse for those interested this weekend. Not this weekend, this Thursday. And uh, there'll be another VGP crossover coming up pretty soon afterwards. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of in dialogue with that, about that afterwards. Uh, apart from that, I went to go watch a movie to just today. I went to go see the new De- Detective Pikachu movie. Being a Pokemon oh, yeah. fan myself, yeah. Um, it was okay, I guess. It depends on how much of like a Pokemon fan you are, and like you know what you're really in it for. The stuff with the world building and the city and the Pokemon themselves, the CG was fine for me. It's the plot that was a little bit weak. There was some really bad and cheesy acting in the okay. film. Yeah, like 
some of the acting is super cheesy, very kiddie. It reminds me of something like when you're watching something like Spy Kids when you're like a kid, you know? Like Oh god, Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. Some of it but is it, very It is cheesy. a movie that's designed for children. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of wish that, you know, because, like, there's definitely more potential in there with the, with the you know, uh, the setting and the, 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 you know, designs of the Pokemon and stuff. You know, it's got a lot more support and, like, of a story behind it because of the game it's based on as well. Um, everything that's written is not, it's, it's very just kind of kiddie and safe. But the, the actual effects and stuff are quite nice, you know? So there's stuff to like about it. But yeah, overall, it's kind of just a balanced thing. And there's a lot of questions and it's not very tightly written. So I'd give it a 5 out of 5 if I was if I was being critical on it. But, you know, if you're a Pokemon fan, you're probably going to go see it regardless, you know? There's five definitely out of some... 5? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, that's, 5 out of 10. That's perfect. <laughs> mm, I was about to say, you just gave it a perfect score. You being facetious here, buddy? Sorry, five out of ten. Sorry, I, I'm I am on the bevies. I've had like four pints, and I still have a whiskey in front of me and some gin and tonic. So I've, oh I've, boy, I'm yeah, I'm I'm kind of going. Don't in get this man tonight. a glass of water. Yeah, I have. No, there's there'll be no water here tonight, man. But <laughs> so I give it like a five out of ten. It, it definitely, if you're a kid. Oh, also by the way, went to the cinema. Bunch of kids obviously watching at the same time. They could not shut up during the film. Oh God, you had to deal with that. You poor yeah. man. I want to tell you, when I was young, my parents, my aunties, they told me, you know, other people are watching the film, man, be quiet, you know, be respectful. I, I knew to be respectful when I was watching f- films as a kid, but, you know. My father would crack the fucking belt across my ass if I talked okay. to the movie. <laughs> no, okay, it wasn't that harsh for me, but, <laughs> you know, I knew to not be so fucking noisy. These kids would not shut up during this film, but, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess. It doesn't affect the film itself it's yeah it's it's like an okay thing you're gonna watch it if you're a pokemon fan that's about it but i wish i wish there was more to it because the effects are quite good but anyway i guess that takes us to the community stuff because there's not really much else for me to say about the film unless i was to give away plot spoilers except for the fact that you can tell the conclusion the twist to the film a mile away if you have half a brain and that's another part that leads to the whole kid thing because it has to really explain to you the twist, and it's like, I know if you have half a brain. But yeah, anyways, there's no comments on the website, so I guess we can go to the forums. Mm-hmm. There's one update post to the whole back- backlog thing from last week from Yotaro okay. Vegeta, one post, who says, At some point, I will watch all of the seven deadly sins. By the way, just a side note there, Yotaro Vegeta. I've not watched it. My sister and her boyfriend have. They've said it's not very good, so maybe don't rush that. <laughs> there are so many shonen shows I haven't gotten far into, like Hunter Hunter and Fairy Tale. Definitely watch Hunter Hunter. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins is what I would like to take on when I finally find time. Uh, by the way, if I, I I would watch Hunter Hunter over Fairy Tale and Seven Deadly Sins, but that might just be my objectively correct opinion there. This is my backlog gnawing at me. And that is last week's post. Thank you very much, Yotaru. So, that brings us to this week's post, because it's apparently Mother's Day in America. Mother's Day passed in the UK a while ago, so... Um... You know, this is a bit delayed for me, but... Oh, that's a good post! Rampant just posted a bunch of good ones there. Anyways, I, I won't use those ones. But Rampant comes in with Best Moms in Anime with... I am going to say MC Hannah from Wolf Children. 
She first popped into my mind the minute the topic was offered. She is a good mom. Yeah, very good. Responsible, respectful, and very, you know... Definitely consider it, consider it given the conclusion of that film. Also, I want to mention Trisha Elric from Full Metal Alchemist, specifically the Brotherhood series. And not just because she is the impetus for the Elric boys pushing the envelope on alchemy, but because of the love she had for her sons. Yep, she seemed to be... She must have been a good mom for them to want to resurrect her back and basically summon Satan. <laughs> so, yeah, I I agree. And next up, we have Blackmagic4444, who says, I'm going to go with one of the most badass moms around, Balalaika from Black Lagoon. Best mom out there. She, sure, she runs the Russian Mafia, but she doesn't mean... But that doesn't mean she can't be a good mother to her men. Wait. After all. Baklava is a mom? Apparently. Huh, I didn't know I've that. Not watched, I've never watched Black Lagoon, so. You... I have, and she's the, like, heavily scarred chick that, like, runs yeah. the town, basically. Um, yeah. And I just call her Baklava. It's like a, a pet name thing. The people out okay. there who are yelling at their speakers right now, like, <laughs> she's not called Baklava. That's fucking offensive against Russians. It's like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. She's cute. Uh, apparently she's a mom. Like, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've never seen that show, so yeah, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Uh, after all, when someone kills one of your sons, wouldn't you go on a killing rampage finding him? Then killing them slowly, even if they are a killer child? Best mom ever. So basically she's oh. the best mom because she avenges Okay, yeah, so you. she was a mom. All right, now I get it. You get it? Okay. Or well... She- Hmm. I wonder how that works. Are you still a mother even though you're you don't have any more children? Huh? Don't have any more children. Yes, let's say like your children go off to the war, they die in the war, they come back in boxes. Um, are you still a mother? Yeah, yeah. Is there like a term for what happens like if you get divorced after you're married? Like you're no longer a wife, you're now a widow. Or you know, uh, whether she's died. a widow or not, she still gave birth to them, so I think it still gives you, you know, like even if you're a divorcee or a widow, your sons and daughters are still your sons and daughters, correct? So, yeah, I think I it's guess, fair enough. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'll, if you're, one I'll of give those, you, like, yeah, without going all hippie and being like, well, you know, it's how you feel, man. If, if you feel that you're, you know. <laughs> the spirits, yeah. man, they reside the within man. all of us, man. Humans, man, technically everybody's each other's parents, man, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Moses, you know, man, with... there were only a few people who could fit on that boat, man. We're all related, man. Yeah, I'm basically your brother, bro. Yeah, we're all brothers together on this earth, man. We're children of the earth, man. Yeah. So, besides that, yeah, I'll, I'll give him some leeway there. She seems pretty badass, though. So, I, I would vouch for any mother that goes after the, anybody who kills me. So, yeah, that's fine. Sure. But I'm sure you have a lot more to go on on the subject, right? So, what about you, Joseph? I'm surprised you, uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you, I don't know if I want to take your thunder, but, uh, Lisa, Lisa. Lisa, Lisa. Lisa, 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 Lisa. Why is that name so familiar? Jojo? Wait. Oh, she is a cool mom. Yeah, you're right. She's I was about to mom. say, I was like, come on, Jojo fan. You should know yeah. all about Lisa, Lisa. Dude, I, again, I, I'm going to use the alcohol excuse. But yeah, yeah, she's a great mom. She's fucking cool. She has a scarf and she has psychic powers. Yeah. 
It's it's because it's a twist that she is a mom to begin with. That's a twist. Yeah, because like the was it JoJo at first is like, oh, she's hot, and then it's like, yeah, it's your mom, bro. What? Yeah, that's actually Joseph's <laughs> mom. I can't believe that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Lisa, Lisa's pretty awesome. Yep, that's a good like, example. Shit, I was gonna bang that. Fuck. <laughs> now I have to find something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's see here. How about uh, Yosoko uh, Takasu, uh, who uh, is from Toradora? She's like the uh, she's like the drunk milf mom who. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I know her. I know Toradora. Yeah, yeah. Yep, That's yep. a good example. Mm-hmm. You don't see her too much, right? But she's she's. Cool. You don't see her too much, but when she does show up, like she has, like she does have like some good, some good points to her, and like you know she's got, you know. She's got points to her that are usually bright and bouncy. Yeah. <laughs> points that are bright. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, if we're going to go on something more like mothers that are around for a good portion. All right. Mm-hmm. So in Kanan and in Planad, mm-hmm. we have uh, Sane and we have uh, Akiko. So these are both like mothers that play integral roles to the animes, especially for like Sane from Clonad, fucking tear your heart out kind of shit, where just, you know, her daughter ends up dying kind of stuff, and then her granddaughter ends up dying kind of stuff, and it's like, fucking Christ, I came here to feel happy, not sad. <laughs> yeah. No, then we got the, you got some standard Anders, like maybe like Bulma. She's okay, but in super, she's like, she's always. You will become a lawyer. Money. Oh, you will be a lawyer, and I will not have you becoming a super saiyan. Oh, you became a super saiyan. Oh no, no, that 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 that's that's Chi Chi. Chi Chi's all about like him about like getting Gohan to do his career stuff. I thought Bulma was like that too. Nah, Bulma's Bulma's weird. She's she's basically just like you know she's a typical kind of rich lady sort of thing. Where hmm. she hasn't really pressured Trunks into anything. But, you know, it's not like... She, I guess she's a good... She's an okay mom. She, I guess she looks after him, but, you know, you don't get to see too much of that. No, it's, it's Chi-Chi that puts a lot of pressure on Gohan to become like, you're going to become a scientist, you're going to become a president, you're going to become a, you know, a lawyer and all that sort of stuff. That's Chi-Chi sort of thing. Bulma's kind of just like a rich lady. who just kind of like spoils them a bit, you know? I guess, okay. Yeah, um, so... Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Matt. Who else can I think of here? Uh, well... Oh, we have... Uh, you have, like, Rinko. I see her Rinko. in a lot of hentai. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Rinko Iorori? She's from uh, the... Uh, uh, what's the Gundam... Gundam Models? Is that oh, it? Oh, I've only seen Gundam Wing, so I wouldn't be able to help you with Gundam. So she's like the mother of the main char- of one of the main characters from the Gundam model series, where like oh, yeah? the, they like fight with Gundam models. Um, mm-hmm. I think she runs a Gundam or Gunpla shop or something like that. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Oh, and Black Santa for fresh. So maybe okay. he put his he put an answer in there. Oh wait, did he say? Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll refresh the page quickly. See if there's anything new. Yeah, sure, we'll do. Uh, wait. No, I don't see nope. any new posts there. No, I don't see any. Mm, Just black, black magic. magic. 
I read Black Magic's pull set already. Okay, so maybe that was old. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not I'm not paying attention to chat. My bad. No, it's fine, that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. And the only other mom that comes to mind right now is uh Inko. Inko. Uh, from uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, like the thing is it's it's awkward cuz like doesn't she try to prevent uh Deku from going to school anymore? So it's like a little bit it's it's a bit awkward. She's a good mom, but at the same well, time she just wants like, she just wants doesn't want yeah. to see her son hurt, yeah. but you know, her son's basically mm-hmm. become the next uh all all might for, all might. Yeah. All Is it all for one or is it one for all? So one for uh, all, one right? For, one for all, one for all. One, one for, for all, all. right, because the opposite one is the one all, all for, for one. one. All for one. Yeah, all for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, she's a good yeah. mom. Like it like her like the yeah, introduction scenes of her, just like her watching and acting like help yeah. me <laughs> Yeah, that was cute. That was a cute scene. Yes. That that got mean to shit as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of I those mean... moms are actually are really good. Like even like uh Bakugo's mom. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And before the show started, we talked about Delia Ketchum as well. Oh, know. yeah. Delia Ketchum. Ash doesn't Ketchum's get up too much, mom. but, she, you know, she... I don't know. Is this irresponsible that she lets her 10-year-old just kind of go off and do his own thing at 10? No, he wants to, he wants to do his dream. She's like, your dream is to become a Pokemon trainer. Now's the time to start because that does not pay very well. Get out of my house, heathen. I don't know how they pay the rent, honestly, but, you know, Palatine's only got two houses, so what do I know? It's probably Professor Oak, you know. Delia bangs him, and he's like, oh, pray for your rent. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to accept Are you a boy time. or a girl? I can't tell. <laughs> can't, still can't tell, even in the bedroom, but, you know. <laughs> you know, other ones that I've noticed here from this, because it's hard for me to mention them, because, like, the Wolf Children one already got mentioned. Moms that aren't necessarily... Now, keep in mind, these aren't necessarily good moms. But Ragyo Kiryuin from Kill la Kill got mentioned. You know who that is? Ragyo? Ragyo Kiryuin from Kill la Kill? Uh, you ever I watched Kill did la Kill? not watch Kill la Kill, so Oh, no. okay. She's like the evil mom from that one. So she's not a good mom, but, you know, she's a thing. There's also um, Medusa from, Kel, uh, from Soul Eater. If you've seen that one, I've you know, seen Medusa. Soul Eater. Yeah, but... Medusa, the snake lady. She's oh. a mom. Oh, you seen that? Was that the one who bangs Frankenstein or some point? Sure, they has have like a, a bone for they, him. They have like a tension thing going. They never actually do it, but yeah, yeah. She, she. You're thinking but of she's, the same lady. She's the mother of like the gloomy Krona. kid. Yeah, the Krona. Yeah, she's she's right, the mother of Krona. Right, who eventually yeah. becomes host of whatever the fuck that thing is. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying they're good moms. They're not good moms at all. If I was to mention a good mom, maybe the mom of the main guy from Attack on Titan, or Attack on Good Taste. Because at least... gets eaten? Yeah. Spoilers. Because at least, you know, at the very end, that's some maternal instinct in there. Like, she's going to get eaten. She wants to shout for them to come and help her. But at the very end, she holds it back and just says, you know, she covers her mouth when she's asking for help because she just wants her son to get away. So I guess that's a good mom. I get, you know, that's me stretching. But, you know, she only has one episode. But there you go. That would be my submission because somebody already mentioned the Wolf Children one, which I would would have said is like my favorite mom, I guess, in anime. What, and if they it? ever <laughs> adapted... Yes. If they ever or go further with it, Hoda, yeah. 
will be a good mom. Potential totally. good mom. You mean yeah, from wolf? Spice and Wolf? Spice, she becomes a mom? I thought that there was stuff by the author who said that, yes, she does become a mother. She has kids with, um, mm. what's his name? Shit. I know the gray-haired guy. I can't remember Yeah, his the gray-haired guy. And, like, he even, like, I think they even did renditions of what the children looked like. Like, one of them has, like, is, like, a white-haired or gray-haired, like, mm. uh, fox girl. And the other one's, like, a brown-haired boy or something like that. Mm. Oh, it's been a okay. while. I think that came out like a couple years ago, or a few years ago, the last I heard of it. Yeah? I thought that was true. Mm. Mm. There are so many moms in anime that just kind of like are there, and they're just like, and they're gone. Or they're just, they don't exist at all, because you can't have the main protagonist living with his parents. That won't have any room for romance. Mm-hmm. Every harem anime ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think that about yeah, does more? it for the Toro. No, I think that does, I, I'll refresh it one more time. No, there's nothing. Okay, we can move on. Pretty much. All right. Into mm. our industry news then. Yes. Yes, okay. Well, I got uh, my first topic here. Just going to quickly cover it here. Artists in Japan yeah. are kind of scrambling right now following the announcement that a favored watercolor ink brand will be ceasing domestic distribution in Japan at the end mm. of the year. The Toyama Art Group or Art Shop Gazai Tampopo shared on May the 7th that the U.S.-based company Dr. P.H. Martin's Watercolor Ink will not be readily available after December the 31st. The shop mm. followed up on May 9th with a statement that read that the product's cancellation is due to a drastic price revision by Dr. P.H. Martin's patent company, Salus International. The uh, Ganzai Tampopo evaluated the price increase and concluded that it would likely alienate the customer base and instead decided to no longer carry the product. Uh, Ganzai Tapopo is, of course, not the only shop discontinuing its stock of Dr. Martin's Inc. The art supplier uh, Boncol Art issued the same statement on May 9th, uh, which is a more wider distributor throughout Japan. And apparently mm. enthusiasts, including manga artists and character designer or character designers everywhere, had taken to social media and kind of shared their disappointment, saying that uh, this ink has been an integral part in their uprising. They're coming to light as manga artists or, you know, utilized or serialized or uh, not serialized works. So, uh... Yeah, kind of a kind of a sad thing, but uh, you know that's what's happening. Everything's getting more expensive, including ink. Wow, I mean, I I guess it doesn't really affect the manga that's coming out now, given that a lot of it's done digitally. Would that be the case, or? I think I don't know about that. There's still a lot of storyboarding that happens on paper. All right. Um, yeah. 
And I'm sure there is a lot of actual official art that's still done by hand using actual ink. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, if you think about it, this ink might have, well, it's a watercolor ink, so maybe not, but maybe like some of this ink might be used in, um, you know, serialized stuff. Like there could be stuff that gets printed, although that's printing ink. Now, I don't think you'd use watercolor ink for printing ink. This is just stuff that'd be used by an artist or an author. Just the, yeah, just the artist, the mangaka <clears throat> to begin with. Yeah. And of course, I, scans. I guess, yeah, I, I can see what, uh, that it might not apply to a lot of people. And it doesn't apply to America. It's just being exported from America to Japan. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I guess this may make it a little more difficult for people who do submit, like, you know, those thick packets of a storyboard to uh, a publisher out there with hopes of becoming the next great manga artist. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's probably because it was readily available and cheap, and now it's not going to be. Yeah, yeah, that ma- that makes sense. I mean, I I don't know enough about ink to know like how important or impactful this is going to be. Maybe they just switch suppliers, mm-hmm. honestly. But you know, all I know about ink right now is what goes into my printer, and it's damn expensive. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have a HP printer and it's like twenty HP color twenty five, black twenty five. What what's the difference between the fucking numbers and they 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 charge you so much for each one, and then you it's put the more, cartridge in. It's always more mm-hmm. inexpensive. Just go back to the fucking Staples or whatever and buy another printer which has more ink. Yeah, in. absolutely. It, the, the printers are not that much, that much more expensive by comparison. And then when you put the ink cartridges in. It prints out like a practice sheet to like test if the ink is working correctly, and that wastes like, don't even waste more my ink. ink. Yeah, don't waste my fucking ink, you piece of shit. Yeah, you get me. You get. Me. <laughs> and then your power that goes happens. out, and you come back, and there's another test sheet. It's like, god damn Ugh. it. Printers are yeah, printers are fucking jokes. They're a piece of shit. God damn it. They're supposed to be environmentally friendly with the newest ones as well, but yeah, I hate I hate the cost. God damn. That's how they get you. It's just like razor blades. Razor? <clears throat> oh yeah, 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 definitely. It's like, would you like to buy the handle with a couple razor blades for twenty bucks, or buy a yeah. package of five of them for fifty? It's like, uh, yeah. J- how about just I just mention tie my shit to the ceiling com, fan blah, blah, now? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah, that's how it is. Anyways, any hoozles? You got some yeah. news for us? I got one piece, and it doesn't really count. To me, it doesn't really count that much as, like, big news, but I'm reporting on someone else reporting. Basically, like, I'm at this point where, you know, by the request of some of our listeners, I don't even directly link to Anime News Network ones. So this is, like, a reaction to Anime News Networks in regards to a new anime that's recently come out last season called Sewayaki Kitsune no Senko-san, which is about apparently like a fox girl who like looks after a guy who's like works a programming job. It's a fairly innocent <clears throat> show, honestly. Like I I harshly criticize a lot of Moe Blob shows. This one's just like about like an 800-year-old fox girl who looks after a a stressful programmer's job after like he's come home from work. And yeah, you know, the oversensitive sort of like anime news network site that we have, 
there 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 goes any sense of sponsorship we're gonna have from them at the window. Sorry, but you I know. don't think we'd want to be sponsored by ANN. All right, okay. Well, you know they they have this sort of weird review on their the article on their website that's kind of like this back and forth between two people, and they talk about how it's basically like fetish fuel and you know. You know, they they really overplay how fucking bad, like, you know, they, they make the show seem a lot worse than it actually is, you know, they they talk about how, oh, she's a fucking 12-year-old even though she's 800 years old, it's a, it's a show about basically, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have a wife that sticks with you uh, after your soul-sucking job, and it's about a show about a guy who basically gets this 800-year-old girl, 800-year-old girl uh, fox girl off to come by groping her tail and stuff. You know they really, they really kind of overplay the kind of. They make it sound a lot more creepier than it, than it actually was. And this is coming from from me watching the episode. You'll hear a lot more of a, about the show, uh, from Joseph because mm. he's going to be previewing it later. But Indeed. you know, yeah, it's basically just like a really rough take. It it comes across. I read the whole article. It's basically a conversation between two reporters on it. And it's just, you know, your usual sort of thing about um, how it, it basically overplays how wrong the show, you know, like, oh, the show is so offensive and so, like, wrong. And, like, you know, oh, it's about husband and wife, father-daughter, pet-owner sort of relationship. And, you know, like, I don't know. I guess, I guess read it, take a look at it for yourself. But this is basically a take on a take. I don't think it's really that much of an offensive show. And this has come from someone like me who usually shits on a bunch of Dogakobo shows. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much else to really report on besides that, to be honest. And then, you know, your article ends with the, your <laughs> overall disclaimer of just, like, a disclaimer saying, like, oh, we don't present this sort of opinion, blah, 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 just to kind of keep them safe. You know, it's your usual safe kind of uh, milk toast opinion from a, a mainstream website with news. So, was this rampant AI? It's okay, Andrew, as long as you keep in mind that ANN <laughs> has a lot of credibility as CNN and M- MSNBC. I don't know, who's N- who's MSNBC? I know who CNN is. Do you know who MSNBC is, Joseph? Uh, it's another, like, uh, publisher over here. MSNBC is like a, a network or something like that over here. Oh, okay. I've, I don't know who they are, but I know who CNN is, yeah. ANN is basically just as credible. There, there's shit about them. You know, you know this... I I'm sorry I'm sorry I got to mention it. You know whole the, you know the whole kickvick thing. Yeah. Uh, ANN has been doing a bunch of copyright claims against people who have been speaking about the whole issue and stuff just just to be like you know extra spiteful about it. So, you know they've been doing underhanded shit legally to try and do these sort of claims thing. And I'm kind of mm-hmm. I'm you know I'll report on this as it comes along. But you know. They're probably just butthurt that Vic is actually taking legal action against them. Yeah, Get pretty wrecked, much. Get wrecked, ANN. But the thing about it is, as if you're under sort of... If you're on, in a position where you could potentially get sued, maybe you should just <clears throat> be quiet and just shut up about it. Otherwise, you might get sued, you know? But <clears throat> now they're starting to sue people who have voiced opinions that are against theirs, and, you know... Yeah, so... I understand what you're saying, Rampant, about them being trustworthy, because they, yeah, I don't really hold them in high opinion, but, you know. There you go. You'll hear more about the sh- how how awful the show is. And, again, I don't like Dogokobo. I don't even really like Moibob shows, but they really overblew how their their take on it. You'll hear more about it later on. 
Speaking oh, of yeah, I'll, I'll definitely talk about how horrible the show is later on. Just... Yeah, isn't, isn't it just a fucking degenerate mess, Joseph? I mean, like, you know... <laughs> Jesus. I, I think they're just really overplaying it, but, you know, we'll get to it when we get to it. So, that's that's my news for today. It's not really news. There's not really much to report on, but, yeah. That's about it. Okie dokie. I think mm -hmm. that means we can go right into our previews. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, Indeed. so, first up, I got Yatogame-chan, uh, Kan, uh, Niki. I'll say that correctly. <clears throat> or uh, Yatagami-chan's mm -hmm. Observation Diary. Mm -hmm. It's an anime based upon a four-panel manga, so it's a shorter series kind of anime, or shorty episode anime. Only mm -hmm. clocking it something like under seven minutes or around that. Um, yeah. Basically, it's supposedly, or at least it's like put out as like an educational anime, uh, teaching right. people about like Nagia. Which yeah. is a prefecture within Japan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the very beginning of the anime opens up with a disclaimer, which basically is like, you know, please understand that a lot of these will be biased views from people of Naoyogoya, <laughs> you know, against Japan, yeah, yeah. and may not be actually historically correct. <laughs> Our main character even pops at me. He's like, "Whoa, that's like way too careful. Why do we need this?" <laughs> Wow. And then goes to open up to introduce us to the two main characters. Uh, you have uh, Manoka Yatogame and um, the... I think it's... What's the main character's name? Shit. Uh, is it Jin? It might be Jin. Uh, give me a second here. I want to make sure I have this guy's name correct. Sure. Uh, yeah, here we go. So we have Jin, and we have, yes, uh, Jin, uh, Kaito Jin, or Jin okay. Kaito. So mm -hmm. anyways, he's in a classroom with his uh, Kohai, uh, mm -hmm. that's what she is, and he's talking about how he's uh, <laughs> trying to get her to reveal that she has like a heavy dialect, so like he says something like along the lines of like, no yoga prefecture. And she, mm. like, screams at him in her heavy dialect that it's the uh, Aichi Prefecture. Mm -hmm. So this is where it starts to kind of teach you things. So, like, it's an anime that's following mm. the interactions of these two, where the anime mm. is kind of giving you the bop-bop and the ding 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 with the correct and the incorrect choices for things. Um, for instance, at one point... Uh, he feed, she ends up eating some shrimp and she <laughs> instead of saying um you know uh was it ume um, umai mm. where umai? you know yummy uh oh, she umai, says um, yeah. um ya oh. which is kind of like a nya kind of uh play on it and she's like kind of like puffed up to being like a cat girl in a sense, like she's got like the cat ear kind of thing going on behind her. Right. Um, yeah, I said that poster. Mm -hmm. At one point, she even like takes a sip of tea and she's like, uh, she says chin chin, 
which uh, huh? I believe is slang for cock or dick in Japan. I've heard um, that, yeah. Apparently, it's not in Nagoya. It apparently means something like hot, which is the same as saying like atsui. Oh. <laughs> I don't know right. where Chinchin and atsui share common dialect, but I guess Nagoya, you, you're, you're pretty interesting. However, that is all actually stuff that happens in the future. It actually cuts back to the past where our main character has just kind of moved to the prefecture. And he's arguing mm. with himself about how he's like, region equals dialect. Nagia equals Misu. What is wrong with this place? I have yet to experience the culture. And he's like, this is just a poor quality Tokyo. <laughs> right. And he ends up bumping into a cat, which runs off at the sight of his water bottle, which I'm not sure what that was about. And mm. then he sees the, uh, he sees Yatogame crawling around the ground, kind of crying like a cat. And he's like, oh, excuse me, are you okay? And she looks up at him and sees the water bottle and also runs away. Again, mm -hmm. I don't know what is up with that. They don't explain it, at least in the first episode. And right. he ends up stumbling across her student ID. And that's where he says something along the lines of like, and this is the beginning of my tale with the, with the, the character Yatogame who has fulfilled all of my fantasies or something like that. So, right. yeah, it, it's, I'll continue watching it. It's short. I found it surprisingly amusing. Uh, I do right. like dialects, like, in Japan or in anime, where they kind right. of emphasize the dialect. And it, I'm sure it may come eventually be educational. Like, there are a couple moments where it was like, no, it's actually this kind of prefecture. It's actually pronounced like this. Yeah. But mm -hmm. um, so far, it's not been too educational, at least the first episode. So I'm looking forward to seeing more. Okay. And from the OP or the ED, there are more characters to be introduced. A red-haired girl with twin tails and a green-haired girl who wears a hat and also has, like, the cat ear thing going on. So... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm. All right. Sounds interesting mm -hmm. enough. Alright, hopefully it turns out good and we'll get a review from you by the end of the uh, season. Hopefully. So, yeah, hopefully. Uh, okay then. So, I guess we can move on? Yes. Alright, okay. Well, the first show I got is called Fairy Gone by Studio PA Works. Um, it starts off with like a village being burned down for some reason and like these two girls running away is like the main character girls. Uh, one of them's called this is a stupid name to pronounce. It's called Mary La. So it's like Mary with La at the end. And she gets led away by like this blonde-haired girl. And then the story starts out at like some auction house with that same girl and like this main guy, right? And they have this like sort of dialogue. And this is a world where there's like fantasy creatures in cages and they're being auctioned off to people. Um, But then the auction gets interfered with by the blonde-haired girl from the flashback when they were kids. Um... And then this guy gets, like, bled out and he dies in a very gory death because of the blonde-haired girl. And she's she's there to steal this, like, I guess this piece of paper or this slab. Uh, she starts hurting people, but then, like, the main guy starts fighting her with, like... They have personas <laughs> in this anime here. I guess they're fairies, but they're, like, they look like personas. Like, they're, like, stands from JoJo's, right? 
Ah, so they put a gun to their head. They blow their fictional <laughs> brains out. They without, summon without the gun. <laughs> without the gun, okay. So they just put their their fingers to yeah. their head. Bang. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So they summon these things, these giants, and she's she's trying to steal this thing. But our main character girl recognizes the blonde-haired girl because the flashback where their village got burned down. And she's like, "Hey, you're you're Veronica, right?" And Veronica's like, "The blonde-haired girl who stole the thing is like, no, you can't call me by that name anymore." And she tries to escape, right? And then they have she has a persona battle with the guy outside. But then the main girl like touches a fairy, and the fairy gives her an ability that escapes during the uh, the auction thing. So she gains a stand, and she has a whole flashback about her village being burned down in general and her escaping with Veronica. But then, like, while they were running away towards the end, we find out that Veronica, like, decides to swear vengeance on the people who burned down her village, so they kind of get separated from there. And, anyways, that happens. We come back to present time, and Veronica's now fighting with the guy, but then main girl... Uh, Mary La? Mary La comes in and and summons her persona and it interrupts the two of them fighting each other. So she stops them two from fighting. And they talk about how like they're the only two survivors from the town of Suna. But, um... Basically, Veronica escapes with the slab and, um, you know, she, she uses her magma hands to interfere with the fight. But, you know... At the end of the day, she has her cute little pet and the guy is like, you know, hey, you know, normally I'd, I'd have to arrest you for being a person who's able to control fairies. But if you work with me to help me catch the bad guys, then I can let this slide and we could be a partner. So she's now going to team up with the guy and try to find her best friend, basically. And then in the post credit scene, we find out that Veronica delivers the thing to the to like this mastermind guy. But the mastermind guy is like, this isn't even the real thing. So she she ends up delivering a fake. The auction house didn't have the real thing that she was trying to steal to begin with. And Whoa. she just yeah. And she just laments the fact that she ran into her childhood friend there at the auction, Mirila. So that ends the episode. And that's episode one of the show. Honestly. Hmm. Um so yeah, overall, I guess the show looks alright. It's by Studio PA Works. They're the guys who made shows such as Shirobako, Hanasaku Iroha, you might know Nagino Asakara, Another Angel Beats, you know. They're, they're, they make Sakura Quest oh, serious. Yeah, yeah, Another. Yeah, they make a lot of good looking shows. So, visually wise, the show looks good. Um, concept-wise, it's just kind of okay. I mean, it's like, you know, historic Europe-wise, they've got personas, and they're trying to... F- I don't even know what she's trying to find at the end. She's trying to... Like, there's fairies, and the fairies give them personas. Um, so visually, it looks good. Uh, story-wise, it's just kind of meh. <laughs> oh, um... There's not really much else for me to say about the show, honestly. Uh, I guess you just kind of watch it at your own peril, but, you know, personally, I'm going to give it, like, a free episode try and see if it turns out okay, but otherwise, you could probably give it a pass because there's nothing to really hook you from episode one. Um, you're just going to join the police force to try and catch these other occult people who use personas, and that's about Hmm. it, you know, so. That's the next Persona game. It's actually you join... The uh, 
you join like a task force to yeah. go out there and capture the evil personas out there and you're tasked by your boss named uh Igor. <laughs> <laughs> Igor. Yeah. But to be fair, I think Persona would be more interesting because you get to go like hang out with people and go to Juness and stuff and have some steak and stuff, you know? <laughs> In this one, it's just like old-fashioned world. What's that to do in old-fashioned world? Where are you going to do your social links, you know? In Persona 4, you you know from playing it, you ha- you can go to you can go to Judas, you can go to spend time in different places. Uh, by the way, have you are you going to continue Persona anytime soon? Or? Eventually. Like, maybe... Eventually. Maybe... The problem... One of the bigger problems is that my PlayStation... Uh, PlayStation 2 yeah. doesn't run really well. So uh, like, it, it, unless like it, the top of it is in a certain position, the CD won't spin up correctly. So oh, it'll kind of no. fight me. Yeah, it right. has that issue. So every time I turn it on, it's like, all right, here we go, and it's like, it's not reading the disc. I know the disc is fine. It, so yeah. Oh right. That's okay, one of so the major issues issue. as to why I haven't just continued or just like gone right back into it because I don't want to fight with this fucking place. Yeah, yeah, no, that nobody, nobody's got time for that to ha- to fight with their console. So I, I understand. Yeah, we need to get you a new. We need to get you a new PSV, a PS2 Slim or something. Yeah, yeah. if someone has a PS2 yeah. Slim out there that works fine and also isn't like grimy and sticky with like stickers all over it or something like that. Yeah. Send it my way. <laughs> head it to head it to Red so he can finish his Persona Four game. Hit me up it's, on it's, my uh, my it email. It is important. Yes, we need we need, unit, we need this. Red Unit Ten I, I, at AnimeHypeBulls.com. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I want to see Joseph play Persona Four and finish it personally. So yeah, definitely. I promise <laughs> you, I will eventually finish it before we stop doing the show. Okay, that's a safe that's a safe promise. <laughs> anyway, or before I retire from doing All the right, show. Okay. Okay, right, fair enough. That's that's a safe promise. In the meantime, do you have like a your second show to to go on to then? Since I finished with mine. In Dundee, and as you have mentioned, I am previewing the helpful fox girl Senko-san, or as Woo! ANN likes to say, Lolly Waifu Bait. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. All right, so this episode opens up with a stunning shot of what appears to be Tokyo. And we uh, close in on an office where people are leaving from work for the day. You know, it's nighttime. People are very mm-hmm. tired. And we're focused on one man in particular who has heavy bags under his eyes. He looks heavily overworked. He's typing up lines of code on a computer. And there's this black smog that surrounds him where he's just like, just like, oh, you know, looks like he definitely has like a, some kind of, you know, ill will around him or something like that. And he goes to get up and leave for the day. And this other guy shows up and is like, oh, please, you have to stay. Or one of these other people messed up our project we're working on. Please help. And he's like, oh, fine. And he continues working all throughout the night, Mm. skipping dinner, skipping everything else and going and taking the last train home, which... As we can see, the black smog doesn't just affect him, but others around him as it, like, reaches out and, like, clutches onto their shoulders. Mm -hmm. While he is heading home on the train, watching him are a bunch of fox girls in what appears to be heaven. um, With a bunch of, like, uh, like, shrine entrances floating in space. 
And uh, they're all discussing the man on the screen, talking about how, like, you know, if bad things will happen to those around him if he continues to experience, you know, continues to be the way he is. And at this point, a one of the blonde, one of the fox girls, a blonde, single-tailed fox girl, uh, steps up and says, "Oh, don't worry, I'll take care of him." And uh, mm. the other fox girl, there's only three of them there. But the yeah. other lolly fox girl there is like, wait, you? Really? And and she's like, yes, I'll handle him. And uh, we cut back to the guy who is slowly walking up the steps to his apartment. It's like, ah, I skipped dinner. Do I even have any ramen left? I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. He gets up to his room. He's like, ah, what's that smell? It smells good. Oh, it smells nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's cooking something nice. And so he gets up to his room. He opens up the door to his apartment. He's like, oh, damn it. Did I leave the lights on? And he looks inside, and there's the lolly fox girl from before. Mm. And if he like, he's like, oh, sorry, wrong apartment. He closes the door, and he looks at the sign card with the name on it. He's like, wait a second. That's my apartment. And he thinks about it for a second. He opens the door back up again. The lolly fox girl turns around. It's like, hi, welcome home. You know, have you had a bad day? Come on in. And he's like, he closes the door again. He's like, hmm, this is strange. Why is there a little girl in my apartment? And he like opens it back up slowly again. And she's like waiting there at the door. And he's, <laughs> he steps in. He's like, uh, ho- hello. And then like he thinks about it. Suddenly he's like, wait. If I'm caught with a little girl, and why has she got ears and a cat? And, like, he thinks about it, and, like, the headlines to a newspaper come up, and, like, man forces lolly girl to, or forces little girl to cosplay as lolly fox girl, abducts her from her home. <laughs> and he's thinking about him being arrested, and his, like, co-workers are all telling him, or telling, like, the news people, like, I knew he was a lolly lover. He was totally <laughs> into that kind of shit. <laughs> And yeah. and his mother being harassed by the media, being like, like I'm sorry for my son's behavior. And so like he immediately like, goes to the apartment, picks her up, puts her outside the door, closes the door. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, well, now to relax. And at this point, she sticks her head back through the door as she like morphs through it. And he's like, ah, are you a ghost? Ah. And then like the black stuff builds up around him even more. And she's like, Ugh. It's building up even more. And she goes on to explain that like, oh, I've I've made you some dinner. Would you like it? And he's like, what are you doing in my apartment? Who are you? And she's like, all right, well, I guess I'll throw it away. And she goes and like, she like goes to pour it out and she looks at him and she looks back to him and she looks at him and then she looks back to it and she starts almost tipping it over. And he's like, wait, 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 I'll oh. have some. <laughs> and she's like and like she looks back to the camera and she's like <laughs> and so they're sitting down they have dinner very uh very unshokugeki just you know very a modest dinner of miso soup with some tofu and what looks to be like meatballs and fried egg or something like that with some green beans and rice very mm-hmm. modest mm-hmm. And uh, he starts eating it, and he's like, oh, this is so good. Where'd you get these ingredients from, though? And she's like, oh, don't worry. They were shrine offerings. And he's like, I don't know if I should be eating this. <laughs> but he continues eating it, enjoying the meal. And she picks up the plates, you know, after he's done eating. And she's like, just sit there. Don't worry. And accept the pampering. 
And she goes on to explain that she is a 800-year-old demigod who has decided to help them out help him out because she's he's just the type of handsome boy that he that she likes oh um yes and he's like really that's that's it and she's like what do you mean that's it and he's like well i guess that's gods can do whatever they want huh huh okay and she's like yes if you want to do anything any pampering at all let me know and i'll help you any way i can and like Mm -hmm. he's looking at her tail which is flicking behind her he's like can i can I pet your tail? She's like, my, my tail? Well, okay, I guess. And so, like, you know, she sticks her tail out at him, and he goes behind her, and he starts, like, fluffing up her tail, and, like, petting He's like, oh, oh, it's like, it's like being hugged by an eternal warmth of, of, of such fluffiness. And meanwhile, this is the part that a and was probably, like, yelling about. She's like, you know, like, mm, you know, kind of acting all erotic mm-hmm. about it. I guess. Uh, he's yeah. ignoring it. You know, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is, it, is that tickling you? And she's like, no, no, keep keep going. Have have fun as much as you want. And he just keeps, he's like, oh, thank you much. And he keeps doing it to the point that she seems to climax. Um, as she lets out a big, ah-woo, what does the fox say? And, mm-hmm. uh... He's like, ah, oh, thank you very much. I'm feeling much better. And, uh, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I brushed up your tail too much. And he's like, oh, that's okay. You just fluffed it. And then she, like, folds out her, like, uh, she puts out her lap doing, like, the pillow thing. And she, like, she pats on her lap. She's like, now put your head here. And he rests his head against her lap, uh, rather accepting of the fact that he now has a demigod living in his home. And is thinking back to moments from his childhood where... He is remembering that he hasn't felt this way since his grandmother once treated him like this. And he has mm. flashbacks of a time he got lost in the woods and a, a young girl helped him reach his destination who had fox ears and a tail. Ah, uh, I Coinc- see. Co- coincidence? I think not. <laughs> That's just a theory. Yeah. An anime theory. <laughs> <laughs> And after he wakes up, you know, having Jeez. rested his head against her lap, he's like, oh, I feel much better. Wow, I even feel lighter. And, and she's like, don't worry, the pampering has only just begun. Mm. And that's where the first episode leaves off. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, okay. it's, it's like Mine. taking your soul and bringing it to a Pokemon Center. Wasn't, just, wasn't that super offensive? Wasn't that? Oh fucking, yeah, like yeah. Wasn't, wasn't it just fucking, erotic and just horrible? Just, yeah, killed your soul, Ugh. didn't it, man? Jesus. Oh yeah, the moe waifu lolly baiting here is strong with this one. Oh, it corrupts you. <laughs> definitely. Like I will. I am definitely a pedophile now. Excuse oh, yeah. me while I go get arrested. Chris Hansen. Yeah. Chris Hansen. Yeah. Forget every other show out there. This. This is what. This is the. This is the clincher. Apparently. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I uh I've enjoyed it. Yeah. You gonna and, keep on uh, watching it? Oh yeah, I will definitely keep on watching it. It it's almost like it makes you want to have a lolly waifu fox that you can come home to who will just let you put her tail and give you food 
and clean your apartment and just be like I I could see I could see potentially thinking of the idea of marriage if something like this existed. <laughs> but I, all uh-huh. my waifus are two D, so no. <laughs> Fair enough. The real world isn't like that. No, no. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I will definitely but... continue uh, <laughs> continue watching that one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. All right. I guess that takes us to our last uh, preview of the day, but it's going to be a very short one. It's called uh, Mayonaka Occult Komuin? Komuin? Who fucking cares? So yeah, it's about a guy called Miyako. He goes, it takes place in Shinjuku, like in Tokyo. And he joins like the nighttime division, the nocturnal agents investigation unit in Japan, in Tokyo. And they investigate occult behaviors, and he like you know it's it's his first day, so he walks into like this uh, this trap, who's like you know spraying gas everywhere, and she's like you know hey, you know you you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And he he doesn't even know what he's getting himself into. So he, we we basically follow him on his first day on the job, and he walks into like the woods, uh, I guess like the the, the town woods of the day, and they're like. They spray some gas on him, and it allows him to see fairies and shit. So he can see fairies. Okay. And apparently, and apparently, yokais, angels, devils, fairies—they—they they all exist and stuff. But he's especially proficient because he can also see like giant Cerberus dogs, which are apparently called Kusef and stuff. And they call these other things anothers, which reminds me of another anime. But they're called anothers. Um. Anyways. Not much else happens except for the fact that there's like a romance that the main guy comes across. Uh, the main guy Miyako comes across between like a Tengu and an angel. And the thing is, is like, you know, Tengus have got like black wings and they're kind of like, they're small creatures. And angels are like these, these like huge, they're, they're like human sized, larger creatures. And like, there's like this kind of Romeo and Juliet sort of romance that goes on between this Tengu and this angel. And they don't, they're, they're, they're both their races don't get along with each other. So, despite the fact that their their species goes to war with each other, the main thing about Miyako, the main guy, is that he can actually understand the language of both of them. So humans can't actually hear what those two species are saying, but he can. So he manages to negotiate between the two and make it so that the two of them get along with each other and they kind of go off and, you know. So maybe Tengus and Angels can... Then coincide with each other, such and then and such. procreate, and we'll have a hybrid Tengu Angel child that will be the next star of the next anime. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, because you know, you know, the the angels lead the the lady away, and the the Tengu leads the guy away, but they're definitely gonna see each other again. So you know, that that's probably gonna happen. Honestly, what you're saying is pretty much spot on. <laughs> There's a romance going on there. And apparently he just has a knack. The main guy, Miyako, has like apparently just a knack for uh, translating yokai languages. And that's pretty much the show. It's honestly like if I was to rate it, the show is by Liden Films, who have made such anime as Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches, Arslan Senki, Koi to Uso... I don't want to say Berserk because it's the 2016 version. Uh, Killing Bites, 
You know, they've made, they've made a variety of stuff, honestly. The show is presented okay, honestly. It, look, it looks fine. But, like, concept-wise, I'm going to be honest, I was kind of bored throughout this, before this entire sort of show. I've watched it twice now, and um, it's just, a lot of it's just dialogue. It's fine, but it's also kind of boring. So... There's no, there's really not much else for me to say beyond that. Um, it's dark, well animated. The guys are fine, but they're just again, they're just kind of bland. Everything, everything, everything's sort of cardboard cutout. I don't know where they're gonna go without throughout the next twelve episodes, but I guess check it out if you're interested. I don't even know if I can be bothered to give it another three episodes, but you know, there you have it. There's angels and yokai, and there's people who can see them. That's a shame. That kind of sounded like a little promising when you started mentioning like different yeah. mythological uh, creatures, yeah. like like procreate or not procreating, but like uh, yeah. intermingling with one another. Like that sounded yeah. cool. I don't, I don't really mind that. You know, like in the modern world, you like, you know, you get a spray can and you can see other beings living within us. You know, like in other worlds, like angels and Tengu. But it's there's this not much to it in episode one. Like maybe it's it, maybe it gets really good later on, but like episode one it seems kinda boring to me, so meh, you know. If if you feel like checking it out more, I, I wouldn't begrudge you, but otherwise maybe give it a pass and that's about it. I'm I'm probably gonna drop it, honestly. <laughs> so there you go. Alright. There's, there's your there's your two supernatural shows from me for today. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. And with that, we are finished with our previews for this for this episode of Anime Pulse. Yep. Uh, not not finished quite yet overall. We still have a few more to go. Yeah, well, but, which ones uh, are you going to be doing next anyway, actually? Out of curiosity. Uh, let's see here. I can do uh, Kimitsu no Yaiba. Okay, and... that's the other world one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenja no Mago. What? Kenja no Mago? Kenja yep. no Mago. It's an isekai anime. Dude dies, gets reborn in another world. It's like a, it's a protege to a, a oh, magician. Oh, the or wizard one. Like Wait, what's the first one called again? What's the first one? Uh, the first one is Kimitsu no Yaiba. Oh, that's the demon girl one. That was, Yeah, the yeah, okay. demon sister one. I yep. I actually kind of like that. One. Okay, okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. Okay. And then yeah. after that, uh, I guess we could like. Uh, oh right, I have. Uh... Are you are you thinking of doing the One Punch Man and stuff? Because those are kind of big ones. Or Attack on Titan. Uh, I do have One Punch Man. Yeah. And <laughs> I also have uh, Arya-san Ore to Aitsuga Ori One. Ona ye de, which uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. That one's a bit more hard to get a, to get. I believe that's the I, one about I, the uh, uh-huh. the bathhouse thing. Oh Dude. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that one's out in GoGo Anime. I don't think you can find that one. Uh, no, I uh, found a uh, I found an uncut version of it. So we'll see how uncut it is. Okay, okay. I can't wait to hear about your uh, intel if you manage to find it. Because it yeah. seems to be quite elusive, that one. So. Okay. Any hoozles. Any hoozles. We've got some yeah, sponsors or some people to thank for helping us out with our bills. 
Yep, I believe that is Tag, Alkazero, Al Phantom, yep. Shuji, yep. V, and v. still tentatively Mal. Yep, that's all of them. Well done. It made the limit. Yep. I'm getting better at this, boys. Yeah, he did it by heart that time. Yeah, well done. In. And of course our uh, and of course our unnamed oh, sponsors. Oh yes, thank oh, you very much. Damn it, yeah. I forgot. And our anonymous sponsors too. Yes, of course. Thank you very much. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. And with that, show's wrapped up. Thank you everyone for tuning in, sticking around, and until next time, keep watching, keep listening, and keep the anime love strong. <laughs>